27. How fucking important is the number 27? I don't know. I mean... Have you ever heard of the 27th Club? No. You've never heard of the 27th Club? Are only 27-year-olds allowed to be in that club? Yeah. Really? I'm surprised. I feel like you would be the kind of person that might have known about this before I knew about it. The hell is this? The 27 Club. Oh, is it a, it's a band? No. It might be. Oh, no. It includes popular... Oh, people who've died. Oh no! <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all very. Um, I was like, I want to join this club. <laughs> it's like, nope. It's all very um, too, too weird though. All the stuff that happened to the people in the Twenty Seven Club. It's just kind of strange that all of these amazing celebrities, mostly musicians, died when they were twenty-seven years old. It might only be musicians, Look, but anybody who knows like that their music, musicians, anybody that knows their music history knows about the Twenty Seven Club. I don't know a lot about it. That's probably why I didn't know about it. But uh, I must have heard about it because I, I, I remember someone telling me that uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, Kurt Cobain died in the same year. And then someone else was like Amy Winehouse. But Yep, all of them. 27 Club. Damn. Well, let's... let's uh, well, we're not famous yet, so, right? So... Well, I I think, think, uh, we're not musicians either. I think it's only musicians. That's like I mean, I'm 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 not see. a musician. I would not call myself a musician. I'm an artist. I would never call myself a musician. But okay, it says musicians, artists, actors, and athletes often, as a result from drug and alcohol abuse or violent means such as homicide, suicide, or transportation-related accidents. This is what they want you to think. They just grab statistics. They're like, the majority of them, though. Or they fake their deaths or were murdered. Done. 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 Who knows? People still think Elvis is alive. Exactly. I, be- I would believe it. I'm curious if he, if he was. Um, this is the way I would view it. If he was still alive, I think by now he'd be dead. No? I think so. I could be wrong about that, but he'd be pretty fucking old. I heard I saw something recently in the news. If you want to look it up real quick, go to your search engine. Type in Elvis grandson, because something came out in the news about Elvis's grandson recently. Um, I swear it was Elvis. Yeah, I, mean, I just yeah. read this Who's, like a week uh, ago. Who is married to? Uh, on what's her name? I'm trying to remember. I feel like her name's actually. Priscilla, which is weird. You're asking me what her name is, but I don't know who you're talking about. Well, he uh, is a part of the 27 Club. He just died at 27, is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, I think that's what I read. It might have been when I was looking into the 27 Club that I saw that. Kid's probably fucking just some punk-ass loser. It is Priscilla Presley, I was right. Wanted to be in the fucking 27 Club, so he killed himself. Do you know? I could be wrong about that. Who Priscilla Presley? No, but I do know that two and seven together equal nine. Done, <laughs> done, done. Is there more to this? What twenty-seven? No, like I, I don't know. I felt like there was a something that I missed out of that. No, the nine. Is there something special about nine? You know, there's something special about nine. I've explained oh, this to you before. Well, three, okay. six, and nine. All right. 
That's fair. Mostly six and nine because those two together are sixty-nine. Well, or fifteen, which is then six. But you get what I'm saying. Numbers, specifically three, six, and nine. And uh, what about Priscilla Presley? What? Who is she? Is uh, that like Presley's? Is that Presley's daughter or wife or something? Uh, it's it's uh, Elvis's daughter. No, what am I saying? No, that was uh, her. His, uh, goddamn, his wife. Priscilla was Priscilla Presley was Elvis Presley's wife. Yeah, so I'm not thinking of Priscilla Presley. I'm trying to think of the daughter. Lisa Marie Presley. The only reason why I'm looking that up. I just, I feel like she was married to someone very famous. But I don't know if that matters. Point is, I guess, uh, who was it? Elvis's grandson died at 27, joining again. Well, this is Star Dark. Welcome to episode 27. backyard that's a fact <laughs> we've had quite an incident well we made the incident happen i guess well definitely louis did i'm not ashamed <laughs> don't be you did, wanna... you, did you are you the one that pointed that out to me that it was there yeah yeah because like okay so here's the situation guys i would go out into the back and every once in a while i would see a bee you know but whatever it's summer i would be like that's normal then one day Relatively recently, Louie was out there with me, and he said, hey, there seem to be a lot of bees back here. And I was like, you know what? It is more than I would think. And I'm like, I know they're over in this area because I moved the chair from where I usually sit to a different spot because there would always be a bee right you there. still so close. I was so close. They could have been in your hair. <laughs> so I was like, all right, uh, maybe it's right by these chairs. It's like a bunch of plastic chairs stacked stack on top of each other. So I just like put my head by the ground and look underneath it, and like a a massive hornet, oh, wasp nest. I think they're wasps. Wasp, oh, massive wasps nest. Like the size of someone's head, maybe like the size of like a five year old's head. <laughs> five-year-old's you know, head. not not. It, it, it's big, but I wouldn't know. I would I wouldn't necessarily say it's like full grown human head size. <laughs> And maybe like a five-year-old's head. It's the best reference. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like half the size, half the size of a, between a, between half the size of a human head and a full-size human head, pretty fucking big. I mean, if yeah. it, even if it's the size of your fist, like, so I decided that I was gonna take care of this little mishap. I'm not an exterminator, so I had no idea how to go about this. But by basic instinct, I just decided, fuck the wasps. I'm gonna battle it out with them so the first (laughs) plan i put into effect was to destroy their motherfucking house so i took a long stick and kind of rested it on a stool next to the chair that these guys were hiding under and i kind of just went like full-on spartan style and speared right fucking through this wasp's nest and it fell, and um, there was more than just 
a lot of bees flying around the backyard at that moment. There was um, mass amount flying around. Oh yeah, I mean, it, cause yeah, I don't. I think we both I were to say expecting less. You said something that made me start going into the explanation of what oh, I did. Oh, was to that them. you probably should have sprayed them because they're gonna they're no, gonna come back. No, I'm saying like right now. You just said something that made me start going into the story. Oh, I said we and shouldn't I, go into the back. And I, no, no, not that. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Is what I'm saying. I think you maybe maybe spraying it would be better because I don't know what the, you're right because you asked what are they gonna do and I'm like I think they'll just make a dollar one right. I don't know. Well, because maybe cause it's all about the that. queen. That's probably what I should have looked up specifically is what happens when you destroy a wasp's nest. But I don't know. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm really hoping that a lot of them kind of just have nowhere to sleep tonight and die. <laughs> Can they just... I, I'm just... I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it says that the... Fe- it's, it said on the internet that the queen is really the only one with... Like, hibernation capabilities, but I don't know if that means that, like, that's, like, it's kind of like, kind of like humans. Like, in the winter, humans have to be inside. They can't just exist outside. But in the summertime, you can fucking sleep anywhere, really. Fair. So, I don't know if this is the, the same, the same, um, same goes for wasps or what, but. But you took care of it. We're definitely not going in the backyard. <laughs> Yeah, you started looking up things about wasps. Did you see anything interesting? It was kind of gross at one point, but... No. Um, I mean... Their life stage is kind of interesting, but it's more or less like any insect. They have pupas and larvas, and then they turn... It's, it's kind of fucking gross, because they're like... They're just like worms. Almost anything with wings on it that's an insect starts as a fucking like. Mm-hmm. It's not even a worm though. They don't. They're like maggots, basically. Yeah, they, they the look very it. similar to maggots. Yeah, which is weird that like maggot is always the go-to, but like a maggot is just a pretty maggot sure just larva. never leaves the larva state. Yeah. No, they do. Do they? What do they? Oh, a maggot yeah. turns into a fly. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't Flies know are the grossest fucking thing on this planet to me. <laughs> just the the basic fly, the common house fly. Yeah, they're gross. I agree. They're always just like rubbing their arms together, like, <laughs> what can I touch? To-? They're so nasty looking, too. <laughs> and then you realize that they come from fucking dead shit. That's really, really the only reason flies exist, is because something has to die for them to go plant their eggs in it, I think. And then the larva, which is the maggots. It's a really gross cycle. You know, and it makes me wonder, because, uh,. We don't have a lot of flies now that I think about it here. And I think about it, it must be because the frogs, honestly. Because, like, all right, you remember when we were at my parents? We could barely hang out for a couple of minutes, you know? We, it, was, it was awful, and that's not very far from here. We don't really have, like, gnats or... I don't remember flies at your parents when. What are you speaking of? What do you of? mean? When we were in the front yard, there was a lot of problems oh, with that's, the bugs. Oh, that's different. Gnats, gnats, and mosquitoes and flies are three different insects. I guess, but I flies think. weren't bothering us. It was probably gnats. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't know. Frogs probably eat gnats, right? I don't know. I really, I would love, I would like, you know, I'm all into nature and stuff like that. But I haven't learned a whole lot about the animal kingdom and things like that that I would like to learn more about. Um, 
the the I feel like the f- type of frogs that we have right now, because all of these are new generation. I haven't even seen any of the parents in months. I haven't seen any parents in months. So the parents, I would say, could probably eat a eat a eat a fly. But these guys are like the size of your pinky nail. They're not going to eat a fly. Well, oh, that's the thing. It says right here: smaller frogs may eat more gnats ants and fruit flies whereas large frogs prefer roaches earthworms small fish small fish what the fuck how do you go from eating gnats to small fish how small are fish i don't know how small do fish get what the fuck i feel like anything i want to see a frog eat a fish (laughs) i feel like anything smaller than like anything smaller than like a household goldfish or a household betta fish is must is there's egg. Fish egg. You know what I mean? Fish eggs are like... Maybe I meant fish eggs. Small fish eggs. It's funny because I type in frog eating fish and the only thing I can find is a frog getting eaten by a fish. <laughs> that wow. sounds about right. I don't know. It has to be real tiny. Maybe like... Uh, I forgot what they're called. Um, oh, man. I could not tell you. Extremely tiny. You know? Like... like, the, like Oh, are they minnows? Is that what they're called? They're like, they're like real tiny. Dude, I know such little about animals. I know even less about the on-the-water animals. That's fair. A minnow isn't a, a minnow is a shark, is it not? A minnow? No, sharks and minnows is that game you play yeah, as a kid. Yeah, because so. minnows are like the tiny, like scared of everything fish, while the shark is like the predator. Sharks are one of like the oldest fucking things on this planet, and it's 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 never ch- it hasn't changed in like millions of years. It's evolution. Sharks haven't really evolved anymore in like millions of years. They're they just don't like need this. To. They're just apex. They're just like these primitive fucking dinosaur-aged fucking savages that eat everything and anything in their way. You think a frog would eat one of those? They're about the size of like a pinky finger. Well, dude, were were you maybe not, like a fifth grader? Were you not with us at Alan's house when we watched a frog eat the eat the fucking wasn't it a cicada bug? Yes. This was this was obviously Long in like 2013. Ago. It was like it was forever ago. Yeah, we were we were all just sitting out there staring at this frog. We were like, holy this shit, there's a frog right there. The cicada was like, I don't know, a foot away from it, and they're just both sitting there, and we're staring, and like no more than like 60 seconds of staring at these two. It was probably, now that I'm thinking about it, it was probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Because how often do you actually see a, see a frog sling its tongue out at something? And I think it was probably a toad, not a frog. Yeah. But how often do you ever see one of those bad boys sling their tongue out at something and pull up? And it just like kind of like pulled it into its mouth like head first and just like. And was like, wow. Yeah, it was a big boy too. So I, I could imagine it. I would like to see it. I did just recently see a video of a guy who just like had a frog from like his front porch or something he was like and he was just like be like all right, hey, all right man i know you're hungry i'm gonna get you some snacks and he goes around he goes to the back of his house and puts it right next to like the siding he's like just a fly right there and he looks at it goes for it and the dude lost his shit because like he didn't actually expect it to work but... it was, he was just holding this frog in his hand <laughs> yeah I guess he, just, wow. he grabbed it and you know if you lift it this high it's not gonna jump off it's gonna be like what is happening i'm being carried by this massive thing that's crazy. That's so crazy to think about. So, I'm at the Unimart today, and I'm just getting some lunch, you know, and um, 
they've got this box of Kratom, 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 however you want to say it, um, next to the register. Do you know what Kratom is? Is it like that? I explained it to you before, I think. I think so, right? It's like, just like, nutrient, like. It's a plant-based medicine that, um, is used for pain relief. It's used as a natural way for people to get off of, um. Like the whole glass case Opioids. Yeah, it's in there, too. Okay. They've got it behind the counter. All gas stations sell it. It's something that's being pressed on by the FDA to be made illegal like any other fucking plant-based thing. But anyway. So, for whatever reason, they've got a box in there with bags that are buy one, get one free. So, I thought that was cool, you know. And I've been staring at it for a couple days. And today, I had this really weird thought. And I kind of just want to go in there and bust Mr. Khan's balls and, like... And I'm sure I'm wrong about this, but at the same time, speaking philosophically, I think I'm absolutely right. And, like, if law is based on philosophy, I could go in there and just take one of these bags and walk out, and they wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Because if it's buy one, get one free, and there's 40 bags in this box, for example, that means 20 of those bags are free. I guess now that I'm thinking more about it, there's certain um, layers and things yeah. that can contradict it. But the whole point is they obviously have this out there because they're giving them away. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, the company's running a promotion. Something. Something where like they're like, all right, we need to get rid of all this stuff, whether it's about to expire or, or because the FDA is getting on our ass. Yeah, like. or they just got a new batch in. But I feel like just in the, in, the, in the basic scheme of things, buy one, get one free. Well, then does that, does, not, does that not mean that half the supply is obviously free because you're able to give it away for free? And I know there's profit margins and all that shit like that, but like maybe what I'm getting to, and I didn't put much thought into it, which is exactly why I just had that thought, wrote it down, and figured we'd talk about it. But maybe, maybe, what, maybe what the whole grand scheme of this thought is is and is to teach is that that's really just a really bad way of advertisement well buy one get one yeah see i mean i feel like it's not because idiots will look at that and be like oh yeah great let's 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 buy one and get one for free but any logical person would be like that's stupid that makes no sense i mean not i don't know for here's the main thing you thought about it. You've been looking at it. You saw the buy one get one free. Did did you get it? No, no. It's forty forty dollar bags. I'm not gonna uh, get that. It's it's the powder. It tastes fucking disgusting. So the one thing is, uh, I don't know. The the reason they do it is to push those people who are not current buyers. You know, like and then they want you to start like trying their product, and then the buy one get one free is gonna go away, and then they're gonna want you to continue buying because now you realized you liked it a lot. That's that's a good way to look at. It. Well, that's that's why, like I said, I feel like there's many ways that this can be looked at. The but I just thought I just thought I just thought it would be funny. You should read the book. Uh, I, I I think it's called The Power of Free, and or maybe it's just called Free, and it's about pretty much many times in history where making things free really was just like the smartest thing anyone could have ever done. Like Jello. Call of Duty during the pandemic. 
Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not a bad. That's completely true. How many people do you think it wasn't ended even up buying Call of the Duty? Game? It wasn't even Call of Duty. Yeah. You know how many other fucking games? Assassin's Creed did two of their most recent games free for a weekend. Well, it's all marketing. It's good marketing, I guess. It's some some of it's good marketing, some of it's not. Like all right, the like I brought it up because of Jello. Jello freaks me out because. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume 1920s, 1930s, when Jell-O was, like, created. And they realized that it is great. Like, it, they thought it would be a hit, but it was just not selling. Because if you look at it and you don't know what that is, you've never seen Jell-O, you don't look at that and say, I want that. You know, like, that looks good. This is gelatin. So Jell-O was free for, like, a year, right? Yeah. They, it was something which they had for free, like, stands in supermarkets and stuff. So people would be like, oh, well, if it's free, y'all, let me try it. It's right here. And then they realize, oh, Jell-O is real nice, and it's cheap. <laughs> and they started buying Jell-O. Well, you have to make the Jell-O. I think it was kind of like that. And then people found out how gelatin is actually made, and it sprung loads of controversy. Do you know what the what, what it's made of? It's like bone marrow. It's like animal bone marrow or something that like sense. that that they use. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's fun. Anything jelly. They've they've talked about this, and I should probably brush up on the research and look more into it to find out for myself. But I've heard, and I think the bone marrow thing is true though about at least like gelatin. But that's why then they say anything that's jelly, like gummy, like gummy gummy worms, gummy bears, anything that's made of gelatin, is made from that same that same base substrate. You want to know what's really substrate. weird? So. Uh... I have not, honestly, I'm not going to lie, I don't know if I've ever eaten it, just because I would, I don't know, my mom would never make it for me, but she would make it for uh, her and, like, my dad. It's, like, chicken and stuff, or whatever the meat is, in, like, a thin, like, bowl that has the gelatin from the bone marrow and, like, Oh, that's disgusting. That's, like, the fat. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh... It's it's weird, and yeah, I look at it and I'm like, that doesn't seem like something I'd like. So I just, it, you know, and I'm I'm very open minded with food, but I'm like, I don't even like normal Jello, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, nah, that's okay. Now that's like that's like when I used to work at the pizzeria and I would help them bag up the wings, like they would take oh, the wings yeah. and put them in the deep fryer, fry them a shit ton of times, well not a shit ton of times, but fry a shit ton of them, and then dump them into a box, put them in the fridge for a day or two, and then they would take them back out to bag them up and throw them in the freezer so that way they can just fry them for another five minutes, cook them up real quick when it's time to do the order. So when you're taking, and it's got to be like, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen wings in a box, you know, and you're taking these out and putting them into bags, and... At the very end, and sometimes when, like, it's basically, like, the bottom, like, you'll notice. It's, like, gelatin, yep, yep. like, that you can peel off the wings or, like, it's just, like, all this. It's fat. That's all it is. It's just fat and grease that's 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 solidified to an extent. Gross. Yeah, you see it very often, actually. Like, I'm thinking about it because, like, I've worked in the kitchen. And yeah, they have, like, they have to make these wings every day. Like, there's whole bins of them in the, in the walk-in so I go into the walk-in, and they, when they need a refill, I just, like, start plopping them in, a, like, a smaller bin to bring on the line. And, yeah, you, the whole thing, you're just, like, you're, like, 
they're it's all stuck together, you know? It's like they're making gross noises, like suctiony noises as you're pulling them apart. Because it's all like gelatinous around it. It's very weird. All right. So, not to gross anybody out. It's and... jello. <laughs> That's all it is. Make this into a... It's, it's meat jello. Um, but, well, we're on the topic of new creations and um, marketing schemes and... Fair, like you know, yeah. Let's bring up a new invention. New invention. All right, so this week we have something that I find super cool. It really just matters how much it costs. I. So there is a company now that are making something called ephemeral tattoos. What does the first word mean? I can look up. I think it's the company name. Ephemeral. They're called Ephemeral, so they make ephemeral tattoos. Uh, my laptop died. No, it didn't. Is it like a henna tattoo where, like, you go to the beach and you want to look all, like, skanky for the weekend, so you get a tattoo and peel it off after two days? Uh, kind of, but better. So there are. I guess it's a specific type of ink, and maybe it's, let's see. Oh, it's, it's ephemeral ink. There we go. <laughs> what does the word mean? Uh, I'll look that up right now. But first, let me tell you this. So the tattoo gets applied the same way that a traditional tattoo gets put on. Ouch. But they simply have a shorter lifespan. And depending on how much of whatever this ingredient is... It can either last for a three-month period, a six-month period, or a year period. That does not sound healthy. I mean, I'm sure it isn't, but... Where the fuck does it go? How does it disappear? Well, the same I mean, way it's like henna tattoos do. It's just stronger. No, it's not. That's not what a henna tattoo is. Well, no, because oh, you do put it on. You're right. It's you not... peel a yeah, yeah, henna yeah. tattoo. like the Scooby-Doo tattoos and shit. <laughs> like... It's strange. It's fairly cool because, like, mm-hmm. obviously certain people want to get so much ink, but they only have so much body. It's a plant. What? I don't know. What, no, what, what's a plant? Oh, never mind. I, I was looking at the example. It says an ephemeral plant. So ephemeral means lasting for a very short time. Like wasps. <laughs> like wasps. <laughs> Yeah, we have some ephemeral wasps in our backyard right now. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea, especially for people who you know maybe want tattoos. But I don't know. No, I don't don't, don't even don't don't even say that. Why? Well, I thought you were gonna say like people that want tattoos, but like might not want them. Like I don't know. Like if you. Oh, I know what you're saying. Eh. Like, I, I I hear what you're saying, but no, you wouldn't get this and be like, I, I don't know. I would do it to see, like, I don't know, like, uh, all these different designs that I can have and being like, dude, if I like this one, where I would like it maybe, maybe, like, if you have it on for three months and then you just put the see, same I tattoo that, on again that, on the I know, other see, one. See, I, I guess know. that's not a bad idea, but, like, it all depends, it all depends on who you are. Because if, if your body doesn't tolerate the pain well, like mine, there's no way I'm going to waste my time. Plus, that's not oh, what, what you're saying. No offense is stupid because well, that's what it's for, though. No, listen, hear me out. If you know how tattoos get done, especially today, you know, it's 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 either stenciled onto you or drawn onto you with a pen. 
There are people that will freehand tattoos, but if they're stenciling it onto you and, or drawing it onto you with a pen, that's 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 the, the way you're going to be like, do I want this here or not? You know what I mean? There's I no reason to sit through the pain and actually get a tattoo see, to a see if you're going like to like that. Because then it's the like, what? Well, it's like, all right, so I just went through all this fucking pain. And yeah, I do like this. This is awesome. But it's going to be gone in three months, and I'm going to have to sit through all that fucking pain again to put it back there. You know what I mean? And it might not look the same exact way the second time around. It's true. Strange concept. I guess. But, you know, a lot of people, like, love the pain of tattoos. Oh. So, well, like... That's, that's it's also debatable. There's like, a lot of the people... There's imagine... a lot of people that love the pain of tattoos, but there is a lot of people that don't love the pain of tattoos. I'm sure. I'm sure that it outweighs the people who do like it. You know, there's more people that don't. Yeah, but uh, you hear about people that but like, like it a I lot more. I guess a good example is like someone who. And plus, is then very... you see you see people with tattoos that are completely inked up, and you right away jump to the conclusion that they're okay with pain. True, even which is never necessarily yeah. true. But I guess like a good example, let's say you like you do love tattoos. You know, you it's it, it's a way to express yourself. All of that. But tattoos you don't ancient. want to be covered head to toe in tattoos, but you just always want different things on you, so you can kind of just rotate them no, out. No, that's cool. No, it's understandable. Like I was starting to say before, was that if there's somebody who knows that, you know, they only have limited, um, you know, limited canvas on their body, but they want all of this ink, yeah. like, you know, like me, for instance, I would have loved to, you know... Maybe not have gotten one of the tattoos on my arms, so that way I could have done a completely um, consistent themed sleeve, which now I'll never be able to do unless I get something covered or get something removed. You know what, what I mean? mean? Like so, like if I wanted to do a complete sleeve on this arm right here that was consistent one theme, this one tattoo is going to to ruin that entire thing. I guess unless you base it on that theme. Like, same with the you're, other you're arm. Not, you're not understanding what I'm like saying. Like, if you wanted a new theme. Because, like, I don't know. You're right. You're, the, the like, the armor on your right. Like, you could make that entire arm armor. Yeah, you know? but, like, like, like so, but what I'm saying is, like, if that's something I never wanted to do. Oh, I gotcha. All right, well, I don't know. You need more tattoos before you can talk on this subject. I need a tattoo. Exactly. The thing is, I don't know. This seems like, like... I guess I think it's kind of cool, especially because I don't have tattoos. Be like, I want to see, like, how I would like this. Like, especially because it can be up to a year long. The three month is weird. Why would you sit through the pain to see if you would like it instead of just getting a stencil to see if you would like it? Save lots of time and money. Oh, because, like, I want to Save see, time, money, and energy. I guess, like, not just, like, to sit there and be like, ooh, I like that, but to, like, go out and, like, wear different, like, fucking... Dude, because you know what I want, and I, if I could get that sleeve, what do you want? Be, uh, I want like a shredded uh, Spider-Man's costume on my arm, like a like a, his sleeve. You better go get your fucking zodiac sign or something before that, bro. Just so you can even know yeah, if you'll be able know. to handle that. I'll just I'll just bring a lot of rum, which is probably a bad idea. No, that's illegal. They'll never tattoo you with alcohol I, in your system. Then I'll. They won't know. Then, oh yeah, right, bro. You have one drink and they'll smell it on your breath and kick you right out. Oh boy. A professional would. I mean, Plus, that would cause me to bleed a lot more, wouldn't it? That's exactly why it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're well, not supposed to be on any, really, any, 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 any substances when you go get tattooed. Well, uh, I don't know if anyone. But it out is there... fascinating. It is very fascinating. 
Like it's, I, it's I can... this new age shit that we're going into, but I'm sure there's going to be lots of benefits and consequences that they're going to be uncovering with science about it. Yeah. Which is my exact... Like, where does the fucking ink go? Does it just dissipate into your body? And there's already enough debate about how unhealthy it is to have ink in your body. Yeah, I'm trying to see any details, but it's... And it is unhealthy you... to have... If you, put, if you put the wrong color slash chemical mixture into your skin your your body reacts to that and it can ha- it can like specific, specific colors with specific people will cause infections your body will reject the the ink so right. there are bad there are consequences around putting into your ink into your skin yeah, maybe this will so be yeah, maybe this will be safer than than a traditional tattoo well, maybe it is we worse need to look into it. like people be getting like if let's say this really kicks off and this is how people start have, like getting tattoos now. Now, all those bad things that are happening with like ink not, you know, coinciding with people very well. Uh, well, imagine now if you're getting a tattoo like very often. Well, exactly. What if the what if this what if this ink, you know, just over time oxidizes or whatever. However, the the however the scientific um, chemical reaction and whatnot that they've designed for this. You know what I mean? So, like, we know now that they have you have pens that you can write on a piece of paper and after a few minutes it'll disappear. You know? It's like disappearing ink. It's a thing. The ink is still on the paper, yeah. but it's, it's having a chemical reaction that's making it more or less invisible, if you want to use that word. So what if it's the same thing that's happening on your body and you're just... For 10, 15, just 20, 30 years. Yeah. And yeah, you just have, your body's just, just soaked in this ink to the point where like you, you, you become toxic and foul and your body starts to fail on you because you have all this ink inside you. I wish I could knew more. I'm not a scientist. I just fucking sit here and ramble thoughts off my head, but seems legit. Alright, so what I'm seeing here... For one, all right, according to the creators, standard ink become permanent tattoos because the dye molecules are too big for the body's immune system to clear up. That's, I don't even... Repeat it? Yeah. uh, (laughs) According to its creators, standard inks become permanent tattoos because the dye molecules are too big for the body's immune system to clear up. That's fucking insane. As such... I want to know how true that is. As such, ephemeral uses smaller dye molecules that are held encased inside a larger spherical structure with the dye eventually disappearing when the structure degrades. That makes sense, though. I mean, if, if, if you want to think about it logically, They're also it makes developing sense. a removal solution. But then again, new science can come out in five or ten years that could completely rewrite everything we know about the immune system and prove them wrong. So... Seems legit though. It seems like they're. I think that'd be cool to get like a like a fucking face tattoo. You know what I mean? That'd be the only that, reason yeah, why. Like, you know, that's a good point. Like, if you want to get like something on your hands, like, but you, I don't know, like, I don't know. Tattoos I, fucking suck, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll be okay if I never get another tattoo in my life. Yeah, I mean, and I've got tattoos that have to be far. fixed and finished, but I would be okay if I never got another needle put in me. Yeah, I don't know. I need to, like, 
be knocked out probably for that sleeve. Why don't you just give yourself a stick and poke? Start with that shit. Yeah, I guess. Just like do like the infected mushroom logo or something. Anything. Do the PlayStation logo. So, I want to bring something up. Kind of, kind of fitting that we just talked about new invention, which is that even really an invention? Well, I guess you know it's a, an because people won't think as an invention; they think you know a gadget of some kind. But it is something new that has been invented, which yeah. is a new type of ink. Yeah, that's impressive. So recently, the New York Times released a news article. I'm about to look on your face. You have no idea what it is. I do not. That's sad. I don't read the New York Times. Neither do I. But you're on the internet. I know all the time. When, when did this come out? Three days ago. Two or three days ago. I'm surprised. It's probably all over the front page of Reddit. I mean, maybe I have. I just, you know, we'll, we haven't gotten there yet. You'd probably know what I meant the second I said the New York Times. Does it involve the New York Times heavily? Yeah, because they're the one that released the article. Oh, well, okay. What What is it? The New York, and I'm sure a lot of people listening already know what I'm going to say, but the New York Times recently released an article that stated the... I really wish I had the headline. I'm fucking... I'm a dumbass. But the Pentagon has released claims... Find the headline article. Well, I... What have they claimed? The Pentagon has claimed that they're going to release evidence of UFOs and that UFOs are um, crafts not made made of not, are not made from Earth. I'm a dumbass. No longer in shadows, Pentagon's UFO unit will make some findings public. For over a decade, the program, now tucked inside the Office of Naval Intelligence, has discussed mysterious events in classified briefings. So the gist is they're going to release files. Fucking dick. About otherworldly things? What happened? That's not... Again, I'm trying to get on Instagram, and it won't even let me sign into my own account now. So I I need to get... Somewhere where I can find this headline article. Oh, great. It's right here in my, um... The Pentagon on UFOs. The New York Times reports classified Pentagon hearings on crashed-slash-recovered UFOs. Off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. So the Pentagon just released that statement to the New York Times. That UFOs are off-world vehicles. Not. Do you know about the, vi- the, the video that the New York Times released three years ago? Here's the thing. And we've talked about this before recently. Whether you believed if there was other intelligent life out in the universe or not. Mm-hmm. And we haven't, I don't think we've really talked about this on the show before. But apparently in 2017... And for the last three years now, there has been multiple articles released by New York Times related to the Pentagon, um, basically admitting that, yes, we are being contacted by things that are not from this planet, 
and they really can't explain what it is, but they have been looking into this for decades now, probably over a hundred years now. It's no, it's no, it's no, it's no surprise that the U.S. government's been lying or hiding shit from its people for over a hundred years now. But there was recently a podcast released um, with Joe Rogan, and I believe his name was George Knapp. And this was an extremely big podcast that aired on, I think, Sunday or Monday. And they were going over a lot of the things that, you know, I'm kind of bringing up now about this art, this article about the UFOs being um, off-world vehicles not made on Earth. This came out like two days after that podcast did. But George Knapp showed up in Joe, in Joe Rogan's office with two, um, he's a radio host in, in Las Vegas. And he showed, he's been, he, Las Vegas, you know, he's been on this UFO shit for decades now. And he brought these, he brought these, um, they are declassified files, but they have not been made public yet. And he hands them right over to Joe Rogan. Rogan's like, am I allowed to have these? Should I be touching these right now? And then, yeah, it was all okay. But, um, they are basically going over the fact that, and you know, like, anybody with common sense knows that the whole UFO thing, aliens, however deep you want to get into it. You know, UFOs are real. They've been a real thing for a very long time now. Whether And there's there's multiple parties that have come out about this that have admitted to working with the U.S. government and the Air Force specifically. And um, it's basically always been U, uh, the U.S. and Russia um, that have been studying these uh, UFO phenomena. And that's, that's a lot what they were talking about on the Rogan podcast was about how you know, for decades now, there's basically been countless studies and programs by the U.S. government and the Russian government that have been denied and hid from their public um, about the UFOs. And um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But so for a couple of years now, at least, these articles have been being released from our government Basically, like I said, admitting the fact that, you know, this is something that's happening. Oh, so what I was saying was that there's parties that have worked for the U.S. government that have now openly come out and admitted that. I don't know if you know who Bob Lazar is, but he's extremely important in this in this field of things. And he came out in the 80s and started talking about how he got a job at this place called S4 near Area 51. And what his job was to do was to back engineer UFO crafts and um you know he came out in the news and started talking about not necessarily aliens but about the fact that the government's hiding technology from us that they're trying to back engineer some sort of um salvage technology yada 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 and again like this could be russia ahead of us and we get a downed russian spacecraft or us ahead of russia vice versa because there's no doubt that we're always spying on each other um this just happened like a week or two ago and I think it was Russian. There was Russian aircrafts that went into, like, the Alaskan airspace or something like that. And, like, that's not cool, apparently. So the U.S. government, like, reacted to that or something like that. And What was that? Like a week ago or two weeks ago. And I think what they were doing, apparently, was testing us or something like that. That's what the article said that I read. But, you know, so there's no doubt that we've been spying on each other, whether it's been physically, you know, spies being planted for espionage or just whatever aerial views you can get of mm -hmm. spying on other people's bases, etc. 
But there's been parties that have come out and openly admitted to working with the U.S. Air Force on projects where they would build their own UFOs and stage false abductions of people to do whatever, cause mass, mass hysteria, cause mass paranoia, you know, whatever it was. So when you start talking about this stuff, you got to really look at it from all angles because our government's just fishy motherfuckers that have no doubt been fucking with us for a long time. But based off of science, statistic, and common knowledge, there's undoubtedly other life out there. And now it's starting to be admitted. So, did he say when? When well, what? He'll release all of this information. None of these guys that I brought up are in charge of any of this. No, the article. Who's he then? The the guy in the article who said they're gonna release uh, the classified documents about off-world vehicles not made on Earth. I didn't. I didn't bring up any guy. All right. Well. Clearly, there was a guy who said that these documents will be released, right? No, no. Well, so on the Joe Rogan podcast, they were explaining how the Pentagon has openly admitted that they're going to openly look into this because all it's been for the last X amount of decades has them secretly been looking into this stuff and hiding it from the public but what i wanted to bring up was that in 2017 there was a video that was released by the pentagon and this was like the whole shit hitting the fan that like you know started started this this snowballing thing that's happening right now and there was a video of this thing they called uh, i think i think it's a tic tac and um there was a pilot that got a ufo on camera i mean you could probably look that up right now look up 2017 Pentagon UFO video, and you'll at least see a picture of it. And this be, this blew up on the internet for a little while. And that was more or less the first quote-unquote proof. Again, don't trust your government. Don't trust the kind of information that they're directly giving to you if they're openly telling you that they've been lying to you for X amount of decades. Yeah, I've seen this. It's like he's like tracking it with, with he's trying to that at the time because this is like old footage. It's only three years old. Oh, like this it's because he's using like in Call of Duty those air those airstrike radar type things, you know what I mean? That's the kind of that's the kind of he's using like 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 missile locking technology yeah. almost to try and catch this thing. And the whole point they made was that he obviously he, the our technology could not keep up with it. And okay, it said it was in two thousand four, but it was uh, unclassified. Yeah, I'm in sorry. Twenty fifteen. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's and it's crazy because yeah, the way that it moves is it does not make any sense. Everyone likes to bring up the propulsion systems of these things because they are not propelled like anything from this planet, and with how fast they move, like with how fast they basically make a turn. If you or I were in one of those crafts, we would die instantly from the g-force of us smacking us into one of the walls of it. Like these things move at basically light speed but if if i want to look up this podcast number so i can bring it up to people and have them go look at it yeah this is the exact video and i believe rogan had this guy on his podcast i read that today that he did so i'm going to look more into that later um joe rogan and i swear his name is george knapp i could be wrong about this though Joe Rogan, 
UFOs. Yeah, it's George Knapp. So Joe Rogan Experience, episode number 1510 with George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell. If you're all interested, you really have to go listen to that one because this is all new groundbreaking um, evidence that's finally being released. But I want to know what your take on all this is. Because, and not to, not to bash you, because I know you're open-minded and skeptical, skeptical about a lot of stuff. Like, you would never just say, oh, UFOs don't exist. You're crazy if you think all that shit, blah, blah, blah. I 100% believe that aliens are out there. What I want to say, though, is that all the people for a long time now that have been closed-minded, non-believers, and bashed other people for being crazy about all this shit could go fucking suck eggs because they probably (laughs) feel real stupid right now. Well, well, the the thing is, it really depends on the proof. And, like, you did make me think of something. Uh, but the you Pentag- just brought the- up how other, how other countries would, like, try to sabotage fake UFO things. I'm very curious if this is another country that created something not even necessarily advanced, but just something so confusing and something that looks so otherworldly, something, like, that we would never have built just, like, based on the way that, you know, we shape metal and all, whatever – uh, it curious. just it, no, I get what you're saying, but like when you when you listen to experts talk about it, especially expert pilots, there's nothing on this planet that we can fit. And like, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying because you know governments like to hide things from each other. But there's nothing that anybody can openly say that that uh, that admits that we have technology like that on this planet. It's it's just it's. I want to see it. See what? This this crashed aircraft well that's the thing because i i, I really need to look more into it because, because I, I cannot i can only imagine that i, I know what you're reading think that ufos look like are is so goddamn wrong i bet well you know because we have this very science fiction idea of what ufos should look like certain people do i guess if you're into the subject you know very well that there's different shapes and forms that these things come in. i guess like the inside is what i'm saying like 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 everyone thinks like it's okay. Oh. It's gonna have buttons. It's gonna oh. have like. Well, yeah, and again, like if you imagine if, there's nothing. Well, if you've been on the subject of this, um, I forget who where exactly I heard this. It was definitely in a in a in a podcast or a documentary, but if these beings are far more advanced and from outer space and have found other ways that they can travel and stuff, I don't know. I I remember them talking about how like, and whether it's true or not the beings are using their their they're just using their consciousness they're just using their head and their consciousness to propel them through the universe and it was like apparently from the roswell crash you should start looking into this stuff because it's very important that you know this stuff especially now that this stuff is all coming out because again how many times are quote unquote i hate this fucking term and word conspiracy theories have come true and are coming true all the time. Like, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. All the shit that, uh, that the government doesn't want you to believe is true more or less always winds up coming up as being true at some point. Well, you can say that about a lot of things. Like, there's, you know, not to hate on people on here who are flat earthers, but, you know, like, that's considered a conspiracy. No, you're right. But, um, what were we talking about? inside of spaceships oh yeah so the roswell crash most people think that everyone knows the speculation about the roswell crash and that you know if you really want to fucking believe what the government has to tell you 
Yeah, sure, believe it was a fucking weather balloon. But there's more than enough claims, there's more than enough evidence that um, there was crafts that did crash over the town of Roswell at a certain time, certain date, whatever. Um, there is speculation on whether or not it was caused by the U.S. government actually um, detecting something in the airspace and using electromagnetic new at the time. Yep. And we can get deep into this because... Yeah, the t- Tesla gets brought up in this Exactly, now. exactly. Have I, t- have I told you about this before? No, I... I... I, th- I don't know if we've talked about it, but I know about uh, Tesla getting involved with the government with his uh, EMP, because he pretty he much didn't. made the EMP. He didn't. What do you mean? He didn't get involved with the government. Well, no, he made an EMP. Did he sell the technology? No, they Tes- stole No, when he died, they yeah, took his the gover- technology. That's right. Nikola Tesla died. The U.S. government confiscated all his paperwork, mm-hmm. and then, wow, how, how, how coincidental within 10, 20 years after Tesla dying, all of his, um, you know... Patented technologies and amazing groundbreaking technologies start being used by the U.S. government. But, yeah, so there's debate whether or not they sent out a, a, you know electromagnetic pulse that could have downed these crafts. So the whole thing I'm getting to is that um, they thought that there was one craft in Roswell. That's what the whole story's been. But there's that the, the news have released that there was a saucer that crashed. And then the next day they tried covering it up by saying it was a weather balloon. And... When you really look into Roswell, it's funny because there's a really great show on History Channel that that, that tries to depict all this. And again, you got to be careful who you trust, what you watch, you know, how you cipher your information. And sometimes it's just good to watch a good sci-fi show, you know, not really think too much into it. But Project Blue Book on the History Channel is a show that depicts the actual Project Blue Book that was run by the U.S. Air Force in the 1950s, run by Dr. Alan J. Hynek who was hired to disprove the, the, the phenomena of UFOs and their sightings and basically could not and wound up becoming a believer of these things and tried to you know, basically then go against the government for this stuff. He's the, he's the one that wrote the movie with Spielberg, um, Encounters of the... Oh, okay, the third kind. Yeah. So he's very important in all this. And um, back to the Roswell crash, though... They thought there was one craft, and why I brought up Blue Book is because they go over this in Blue Book, and I knew this years ago from looking into it before I ever watched Blue Book, but there was three, three crash sites that happened at the same time in Roswell, and from another documentary that I watched at some point, sometime, what they were describing was that from what they recovered from the Roswell crash sites was basically just like this desk like this main big part of it, just like a table, a flat table for people listening, completely made out of glass, and that these beings would just put their hands on this, and it probably wasn't glass, you know, it was probably some out-of-world substance that, you know, we're not even advanced to create. It was just clear. Yeah, and these beings would put their hands on it, and they're just being their consciousness, their biological being, whatever, like that, that, that was how. Again, like I, I can't explain this shit because, like you said, inside the UFO is probably something that we'd never even be able to fathom. But that's, and it's all speculation until 
you know, just more more solid Avatar, evidence comes out. Just imagine Avatar, like with their braid, except you just it's a ship, not like I forgot a, about an, that. Not like an animal or something. What do they do with that thing? It helps you like connect your your being with this other person. So that's how they have sex. That's how they control, uh, like, because they have these flying creatures, and they would connect their braid with them, um, and they would be one. You know, like they would be together. Exactly, dude. We don't know what's out there. But today I was looking more into it and I was listening to this seminar going over, you know, the odds of life being out there, um, intellectual life. And there's this thing called, I'm going to fuck it up, but I know it's, it's Drake's. I think it's Drake's equation or something like that. And it's what they use to, um, you know, it's an equation, a mathematical equation. It's what they use to st- find out the statistical odds of there actually being other intele- intellectual life out there. And aside from, because once you get to the whole right side of the chart, it's all wild speculation. That's exactly what the guy was using because, like, we don't have the the... We haven't been around long enough. We don't have the technology or the knowledge to, to throw those numbers into the rest of the equation. But what we do know based off of what knowledge we have is that, I forget what he said, but there's like millions, millions of Earth-like planets in just the Milky Way. Which is pretty impressive because, again, we're just one galaxy in this vast infinity of galaxies so hmm. strange subject yeah but it's out there now and it's true anyone that wants to be a non-believer go do your research because back in the Off day Earth back in vehicles yeah oh, is that what it was off-earth yeah. vehicles I think it was world yeah. vehicles not made on this earth. Like he had to add in that extra part in case you did not understand what off world meant. Well, then that's another thing though, because everyone's like speculating about what that could mean, and it's like, come on, retrievals. Yeah, see, that's the other thing that like I didn't look too deep into, but yeah, see, so all right, so talk- he also gave classified briefings on retrievals of unexplained objects. New York Times reports about recovered UFOs that are off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. A direct quote from the New York Times article. The New York Times reports, despite Pentagon statements that disbanded a once-covert program to investigate unidentified flying objects, the effort remains underway. Renamed and tucked inside tucked inside the Office of Naval Intelligence, where officials continue to study mystifying encounters between military pilots and unidentified aerial vehicles. Pentagon officials will not discuss the program, which is not classified, but deals with classified matters. Yet it appeared last month in a Senate committee report outlining spending on the nation's intelligence agencies for the coming year. The report said the program... The un... The report said the program, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, was to standardize collection and reporting on sightings of unexplained aerial vehicles and was to report at least some of its findings to the public every six months. So, 
that's the thing. It's basically that the Pentagon came out and was like, all right, this is getting way too, way, 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 way too big, way too fast. There's too much, you know, social media and connection on this planet now. We got, we got to stop hiding this shit. It's funny because, uh, and now they're like, well, we're gonna give you updates every six months. But again, this is stuff that they've been studying and finding things out about for decades now. Anything they're gonna tell you six months from now, don't put it past them to have known about this for at least 30, 40 Absolutely. years now. There's the last paragraph of this article says that because of the public fascination, uh, it brought people to ask President Trump if he would declassify any information on Roswell. And his response was, I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> I mean, like, that says enough, you know? It's like, that answer alone is like, there's, there's more to it. I'll, I'll, it. Let's see. Maybe I'll declassify it. Yeah. So go do your research, people, and stay aware, and stop being so fucking naive. Well, on that note, let's get into the unit of language. For a look into the words we use, and the power they can hold, join us in unit of language. So this week... We'll be talking about the word family. Family. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's fitting that we went into the unit of language just after talking about extraterrestrials. I wonder what language they speak. But here's the thing. On a broad sense, aliens are kind of like our family. They're like our cousins. Well, yeah, from a no, far I... off part of you know, like how, like, maybe closer than we think. Exactly. <laughs> but our words family. And Max, I want you to tell me what you think of when you hear family. Honestly? That's not the same for everybody. No. I mean, what's funny is, like, when I hear that word, like, immediately I think of, like, a, a nuclear family. What does that mean? It's like, um, like, the very basic two parents usually two kids maybe one kid oh. uh you know barbecues very like 50s type feel you know like just like the 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 american dream just like it's i thought you meant like the 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 oblongs i don't know what that is you never saw that show before no it's the a show oblongs? yeah look it up it's a show about a family that like lives next to a nuclear power plant uh, and they, they're like, all you never seen this on Adult oh, Swim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know the name. <laughs> the one, of it. The, like, like the dad has like no arms yeah, and legs. What the hell? He has no arms. Let me or see legs. pictures. Let me see this. Cause I have not seen this show in ages. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even remember he looked like that, but I remembered that he had no arms and legs. It's funny because they all look kind of normal actually, except for the 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 son with two heads <laughs> and three feet. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the the wife. I think that's not her real hair. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think of, like, very, the typical, like, I don't, I don't know why. I think 50s. Like, I imagine, like, black and white, like, dad coming in with a suitcase. Like, you know. How about you? What do you think when you hear family? Um, I think of, like, my mom and dad and brothers and sisters. Well, I mean... 
I thought more like, you know. Because, of course, you think of your family. Yeah. But when I think of the word family, I don't think it necessarily describes, like, you know, your immediate blood-connected relatives. Fair. Like, the definition is all descendants of a common ancestor. It's funny, because, well, there's multiple definitions. I was just looking them up as well. And the first one that actually comes... It's weird. Family dictionary definition. Family is defined as a specific group of people that may be made up of partners, children, parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and grandparents. An example of a family is a set of parents living with their children. The definition of family is the group of people who share common ancestors. See, and like that's the definition of family, but I feel like... The definition of family has definitely changed over the uh, last every, drastically every, over the last yeah. twenty years. I mean, every word is loose, you know. If you think about it, like a godparent is still considered family. Because we know now, people live in hard times and grow up without, you know, whatever the fuck that description of a family just was. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some people wind up without. Any Very blood true. relatives. Like, it doesn't mean that if you're like a foster child and exactly. you get adopted, it doesn't mean they're not your family because they aren't your ancestors. Exactly. Your family is kind of like you know the 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 people that make you feel like you're at home. It's a very good way to put it. But there was a couple other definitions on it. A group consisting of parents and children living together in a household, all descendants of a common ancestor. The house has been owned by the same family for 300 years. I always do wonder about my ancestors. So, well, now we're going back to the late Middle English meaning of family. Which Bringing is? up ancestors. Late Middle English also denoting the servants of a household or the or the retinue of a nobleman household servants family it means servant that's what the fucking word means house it goes from fucking family to household servants and family Oh, it started as servant. Yeah, this fucking word means servant. In Latin, famulus, servant. That's where it started. And then it went from it went to Latin familia, which is household servants, family. And then it just turned to family. So it it, it more or less started with people considering their servants as their quote-unquote family, because this was probably way before there was an actual definition of family. It was just a word being used to describe things. That's weird as hell. So, like, yeah, right? That makes me think that it's like a word of royalty. Almost. Well, I view it in, like, a very, like, barbarian-type way where you have a kid, and now that kid is your servant. It's a very weird way to view things. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. 
There's, there's a lot of ways that this could go, talking about family. I don't even like the word family, though. It's a very generic... Like, even though I have my family that I grew up with, I still feel like they're not even, like, the best... Not the best... Because it all comes back to, like I said, the people that make you feel like you're at home and that you connect with the most. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't have great connection with most of my quote-unquote family. But if, if, you know, I would learn... I like using the word tribe. I don't even... Because then people bring up friends and how your friends are your family and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't like the word friends either because... Is that such an obscure word? Friends, friends are somebody that you're also supposed to have a, a strong connection with. Most people, 90% of the people that I come across, I'm not speaking for other people, but 90% of the people that I come across, more like acquaintances than friends. Yeah. So I like to use the word tribe to describe what probably in most people's heads is their definition of a family, you know, a tight-knit group of people that connect with like minds and, like I said earlier, kind of make each other feel at home. So, you want to know what the definition of friend is? No, it's yeah. insane. A person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive, meaning not including sexual or family relations. So, as long as you take family out of it and you take out anything sexual, if you have a mutual affection, like meaning you just like being with the person, that. That alone, if you like being with them. So, yeah, there are people who I say are my friends because I know them, you know? But, yeah, it's, it's as far as, like, you know, those are people I like being around. Acquaintances aren't friends. Yeah, that's acquaintances what, that's, that's, are people that you know. <laughs> or know of. Yeah. Or have even been in contact with. Look up the uh, word tribe. Acquaintances is such, like, a, a business word. It just sounds professional. Tribe means a sec. A, a, I saw second, a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties, with a common culture, and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. That's a great definition. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that's dope. Everything you needed to know about what what makes a tribe. Yeah, I like the word tribe better than the word friends or family. I think they want you to believe that friends and family are a thing anymore. That's just a a dumbed down way to say tribe, really. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You hear friends and family, it's like okay, you're you're tribe, you know. You know now that now that we're. In our era, now they just call it, like, your squad, you know? It's just exactly. Like... Yeah, family, that was a weird word. Yeah. Everybody, you can't... think about your family. Call you... your, everybody, call your mom. No. Tell her what's up. No. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> Not everybody, but if, if, <laughs> yeah, if you have a good relationship with your mom and you haven't talked to her in a while, hey, give her a call. If you have a cousin or a parent or a friend... Someone close to you. Not an acquaintance. No. Anybody that you care about and would consider a part of your family or tribe. Not just your mother, because 
Let's be real. Some people hate their mothers. Fair. I, I've got to have an asterisk at the end, like, if you have a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, yeah, shout out, sh- shout, shout out to those people. Reach out to them. Let them know that you care about them and they're part of your family. But you can't really philo- philosophize that word too much. I mean, I, we did it as much as we could where, you know, even though the definition has it one way, family means something so much more. Family are the people who you enjoy being around. I think it's stupid when people say fam. I really do. It's like it's all good fam. Plus, it's like, like are oh, like what context are you even using that word in? It's like bro. Because like it's if like, because people used to say brother, and if you say brother, that usually means like you're real close. And then you start saying bro. It's like that's what it is. It's like you're my family. It's like, but well, that's I feel not like cool. So let's call each other fam. Well, that's the thing. Like I feel like people start to take. Now we can start to philosophize this shit because I feel like people start to take. Less and less, or maybe they attach less and less emotion to things. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why are you, you're not using your words in the proper way to express your emotional state, bottom line. It's like, why are you, why, why are, the word, if you're going to walk around and call people your brothers, that's so much more appropriate than this newly thought up slang word of fam, which we've already just clarified that family is not even an appropriate word, especially anymore. There's a whole basket full of better words than family. You I could call people your brothers sure. or your sisters. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, and that I is that's much it. stronger than saying, well, Oh yeah, this is my fam. fam. Oh no, absolutely. It's like I, I understand. Or like it's all good call, fam. It's like uh, what do you what do you what are you fucking even saying? It's just a very honest well, uh, no offense to anyone who uses it, but it's a very childish, you know, it's a slang term. We've said dumb stuff all the time. Like leet. We should just say something's awesome. When we were younger, we used to just like, you know, MySpace era, like beast, we would say that was beast. Like it's a very like there would be people who would hear like people saying YOLO but here's the thing though like, but this but is the thing but this is the main. thing though like we were using words that were already legitimate words that were in the dictionary and more or less giving them different meaning nowadays people are just coming up with these bay and fam oh, man, and it's that, like that you people need some serious lessons in grammar and I'm not trying to bash anybody here but like it's important that you learn what language means and you learn how to use it properly so that then you can transfer that over to properly communicating your state of emotion. See, but I think in a weird way, the people who are saying things like fam, they are properly showing who they are in the way that you know they want to be viewed. That they're disassociated that. with themselves? Kind of. No, they want, they, wanna, they, they want to be like hip. And all of that, you know, it's like you hear that like it's that's not, you know, that's not taught by anything except like social means like culture and all of that. It's you you hear it and you say, I like that. and I'm going to start using it that way. It's it's t- that's it says bad. a lot about a person. That's bad, though. It says a lot really? about our culture and our society yeah. because no offense to you parents out there, but most parents out there are not teaching their kids in the way that they really should be. And I'm not, I'm not here to tell you how you should or shouldn't raise your kid, but it's obvious that as time has gone on, 
parents have just let their kids run fucking loose, and but that's what fair, leads. Jumped, that's what it leads jumps back to like the tribe. You know, it's like if you you have friends that you would rather be influenced by. So you you would like go to somebody else to try to like see who you want to be and like all of this, but in your family, you know, you're like ah, you push them aside. The family probably would like to help, but, but here's, you push so like them this aside. is what I'm saying. If your parents actually taught you, you know, again the importance of language, and how these words have certain meanings attached to them, and that you're supposed to express your emotions using these words in the proper way, you know. Parents just fucking let their kids run loose. They just distract them. They go fucking worry about what work they have to do. And then, and we might have brought this up on the show before, but I know we've brought it up in general. People start to begin to get raised by their peers, which is like basically like when you're in fucking grade school running around the courtyard, you got a bunch of, you literally have like three dozen eight-year-olds all teaching each other how to survive and exist oh, yeah. because their parents are not doing that more or less at all. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of cases where kids are influenced much by their parents, they are looked out a lot, they are looked out, they are looked out for a lot by their parents. Yeah, anyone but, anyone who's listening and if you're a parent, don't think we're like singling you out. We're just saying no. there are parents out there. We're trying to know? look at things from all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And there's some real shitbags out there that just are the problem in American society right now. And it's exactly why like again, most kids are fucking between 20 and 30 years old with no hope, no direction, no legitimate foundation of the correct way to use grammar. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cause, so like, be you, aware. You say it that way, and I think about it, because, like, my, my parents are not very grammatically correct. In they, which language you speak? In about? English. Because... Uh, you know, their English isn't their first language, so they make mistakes sometimes. It's that simple. Trust me, they're they're great at speaking English. They have an accent, sure, but like grammatically, it is good. But I have a hard times. time. I have a hard time speaking with foreign people because I speak very fast sometimes. But when I can speak, you know, the way I normally speak around somebody, like like your parents, for instance, like they know right away what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, there's, this, there's this guy that, from the, the Soviet Union that I talk to sometimes that I work with. And, you know, I kind of have to slow, or like my boss at the pizzeria. He's got a, he's very heavy Colombian influence. Certain people, when I speak to them, I have to, it's funny because I kind of have to like speak to them in the broken English that they would speak to me in so they can understand it. Or I got to kind of like dumb things down for them like a, like I would for a child for them to understand what I'm saying. But Do they know? Now, how do you know that? Would they be like, can you repeat yourself? What do you mean? Or they'd be like... They just look at you like you're fucking like, like, like what? They, or they would... They, they're, they're like, like they're I'm like, sorry. What? That just sounded like a lot of things at one time. Well, they, But they wouldn't even say that. They'd be like, what? They'd be like, what? And I'd be like... Okay. It's like okay. That's <laughs> fair. But with your parents and their and what were you, where were you going with that about how their grammar isn't necessarily the best? Oh well, yeah, because uh, but obviously again, you grew up, you grew up with a with a decent um I guess knowledge of how to speak American. But I guess that's the weird thing about it is that they, I don't know. I'm not saying they weren't because they did a you know they can speak English just fine. But there are times where knowing which word to put where because in polish sentences are structured very differently exactly so uh sometimes they would just say it uh they would mix it up like where a word should go so it does make me like 
question where like I started really being into like the English language because I really am. I'm so fascinated by like just just like I don't know. I love the. Well, English they taught language. you. They taught you proper grammar in first, second, and third grade. Yeah, true. They they got me to like it's a, you like English in school. Okay, let's get you. Okay, now go. English teachers take care of it. Because there was a point where you know they, I'm not sure, and I like, and I hope that's not rude. Like if they're listening, but like I don't know if they know when to use a semicolon, for example. Okay. Like it, it's, I'm I could be wrong. I I could be very wrong. But like there, well, there's a big difference, and obviously, like you know, your parents have been here for a long time. They have to fill out paperwork and stuff like that for, like job reasons and whatever it may be, bills, etc. So, there's a an extremely and you know this drastic difference between speaking a foreign language and actually writing or reading a foreign 100%. language and oh, understanding man. it my dad's texts like he just honestly it's so funny cuz he wouldn't know it but if you look at it he sounds like he's a thug because he's just so grammatically shortening sentences he'll be like be like i don't know he'd be like I don't even know. I like. I almost want to just like pull up some messages real quick because like he'll he'll just take a couple words out of a sentence and just shorten it and like dumb it down a little. And I'm like, you sound like just like like very. So he street. sounds illiterate. Yeah, he that's sounds what you like, mean. Yeah, but he's not. Like not. Just you don't simple. mean you don't mean like. Would you say a thug? Yeah, because like well, because like I don't know the way that like I, I wish I could explain it better, but like sometimes I look at it and I'm like. You seem like you're like on this, like you're just on the street. So you're like you're a kid who's like twelve, not twelve, maybe like like in twelfth grade talking to his friends. Yeah, not a dad talking to, but like he doesn't talk. Well, that you would way, think though. that you he would talk very. Yeah, very you would proper. think that because your parents. Uh, I think my dad's the same way. You know, he does send short text messages too. Probably not as broken up as your father, but you know what? That could mo- that could that might just be texting, truly, because there's a texting culture, and I feel like some people are very to the point with texting. You would expect that because your parents were raised in an age where there was absolutely no computers, and they had to physically learn how to write paragraphs, write letters to send back and forth to each other. You know, this is the age that most of our parents came from, yeah, if not our grandparents. Fair. Like so that's did, the thing. They, they didn't use things like AIM. And even like my grandmother, if you saw the way that she texts me, like she used to be a secretary. And she sounds illiterate when she texts me. So it's like, I get what you're saying because you would think that yeah. because the generation the that these people came from. sounds like a weird fucking sentence, like a weird definition. Well, I was, this is it's great that we're going, we're, we're bringing this up because I was literally just thinking about this a couple days ago. And it was the fact that text messages. Just think about that for a second. Like, that is the most common way of um, communication anymore is through text message. Text message evolved from email or instant message. Yeah, it, I was going to say. Text message you evolved. You keep pulling it further back. Text message yeah. evolved from instant message. Instant message evolved from email. Email. It's electronic mail. It evolved from the fact that you had to sit down at your desk, write a fucking letter, put a stamp on it, Wait three weeks for the other person to get it and send something back to you before you got a response. That is where text messaging came from. Yep. 
that that's something that people should really think about to yeah. put things you just in perspective keep for it them. Back. It's like email, mails are letters, so now it's just letters you send to each other. But quickly, it's like yeah, it, it'll it'll all get pulled back. Like this is this was only twenty years ago too. Just just twenty years ago, there was I don't think there was text messaging twenty years ago. We had crude we had crude systems with email and and uh, instant message on on the computer twenty years ago. But so that would be the year two thousand nineteen ninety. Maybe like a very small percentage of people with lots of money and were the ones that in, were inventing this stuff had that technology at that point. But 30 years ago, I think it's safe to say everyone was writing letters to each other. And that was the only way. Well, we had house phones too. That was the thing. You had to actually talk to fucking people back in the day. Now everyone yeah. likes to hide behind their cell phones. I, I Honestly, it's starting to annoy me because I'm... I, I've been asking more and more people, not asking, but like when people I meet are too people, comfortable. there are so many people that I meet who will tell me they do not like to talk on the phone. They would rather text. And that's a problem. And, I'm, and in my mind, it's like, you know, you know how much I wish you, it would be backwards? Because talking on the phone is so much more personal it's so much more it's it's the words authentic text message does not mean conversation it should be a message hey i'm here hey i'm coming this this but like it has now progressed that that is how you constantly will talk with everyone you know for the most part like i i do text my mom and my dad on occasion but really it's usually phone calls i don't i don't text my parents if I you're call only them usually. if you're if, if your only form of communication with people is text message then like you're basically a robot you're basically like you are just your entire existence is a computer think about that if you don't speak at all your entire identity like if you don't if you don't speak to people if you don't interact with people but you're all over texting and you're all over social media and all you do is hide behind your cell phone and stay in your house for 90% of your time because that's the only way that you can or want to communicate with people, then your existence as a human being is very, very minute and I don't know how to describe that much, much, much better, but your existence as a human is minute. Your existence as a fucking computer entity outweighs your human existence by, you know, loads. And that, that, that's, that's what we call um, unhealthy habit forming. Because if, well, that's, guess, if, the that's the, if that's the way you exist, how I just described... I, well, I, listen, let me finish. Right. If that's the way that you exist, how I just described, and you don't do anything to stop that, you will exist that way for the rest of your life, and your entire life will be nothing but computer existence. See, but I don't know. You do say it as if it is just a bad thing. It is a bad thing. I don't think so. You, Listen. In the past 10 years, there has been... you A normal Joe, me and you, can learn about anything. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about the text messaging thing and the fact that certain people... I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the. Well, you're saying like cooped up in your house, like using technology. No, I'm talking that. about the fact that people, like you said, would rather text than talk. And how certain people, like I just, I just threw a scenario out there. I guess you weren't listening too much about it. Well, no, but I like it. the scenario was somebody 
who doesn't talk on the phone with people and is only texting people, doesn't go out to communicate with people, and is all over Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, etc., social media. That was the scenario I threw out there. Somebody like that has a very little human existence besides the fact that they eat and sleep. And obviously, I'm sure you know, you go to, you have, you have to have a job, and not everyone does because certain people mooch off their parents or mooch off the government, but you have to have, you know, people do go out there, but the scenario that I'm building is somebody that's, you know, trying to completely detach themselves from the normal way of communicating that we've evolved to. Oh, I guess, like... I don't know. I think your definition of human existence is that's too broad. It's more broad than I think you're making. It. Well, think about it. Think about it like this. Like social. Think about it like this. Communication. Think about it like this. Right now, if you use a computer, to the extent that you use the computer, you have an entity on the computer, and you have a physical entity. You know my my Instagram. That's not me. That's not me, the guy speaking right now, the guy here that you're talking to. That's not me at all. That's my, that is my digital identity. Sure. You get what I'm saying? So if you, if you, if it's such a problem for you to communicate with people physically or verbally that you have to, that you have to, and and the words I'm using can be bashing, but if you have to hide behind your computer or your cell phone all the time and your digital entity outweighs your human entity, it's not healthy. And this is what we're talking about is the whole texting thing. You, you brought this up that certain people would rather text than talk on the phone. And it's like, I get it. Sometimes you don't want to be bothered by talking to people. But if that's the only way you're communicating people, this is where I started. was like, if that's the only way you're communicating with people is through text message, that's very unhealthy. And you're leading yourself to extremely unhealthy habits, which again, this is a broad spectrum of our society. We're heading into a very unhealthy realm. For certain people, obviously, other people can get a grip on themselves. They can, you know, they know they know how to change their 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 bad habits and stuff like that. They can see the error of certain ways. And yeah, I do bash technology a lot, or you know, computers mainly. But I do, like you said before, I do say the great things about it. Though I would not know half the shit that I've learned in the last five years without a computer. Yeah, but you're talking as far as like like human relation and kind of like. You can become an outcast if you all you do exactly is focus on like and and honestly like I'm not kind of try to like push that whole social media button right now but yeah it's like it's it, it's a fake persona that you 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 create this identity and now you feel like you have to continue using it yeah you need to prove to other people I feel like. It, a part of it better be for yourself, you know, because exactly. it makes you feel good. Let's fucking hope that a lot of these people actually feel good about posting their meals or any of this. Sometimes I bet it does make them better people. They're like, ooh, I need to look better, so I'm going to be better, you know, whatever. Let it be yeah, it all, it all, It all depends. There's that gray line. There's really that, that gray line you fall into with any scenario of, you know, it can be good or bad. Unhealthiness, exactly, yeah. and that's that's the whole. Nothing is bad, but you got to take everything in moderation. You know what I mean? Because what I really do wonder, I'm just very curious. Like someone, because I don't personally know anyone who's like crazy into social media. Like like close close friends, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I would I would probably be the one person that you knew, but I don't use social media anymore. I occasionally post on Instagram. Obviously, I don't have an Instagram, so I wouldn't really know. 
Because, yeah, like, you don't use Facebook really at all. Anymore. No, I haven't used, I don't, I haven't used it in years. I mean, occasionally I'll, I'll post and share shit, but, like, probably in the last year I've maybe posted, like, six different times. You know, I, I'm, I'm about to delete it, actually, because I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because, like, I, I start, like, looking back at things I post, and I'm like, but I don't even, should I delete that? But I'm like, nah, I post, like, once a year, you know, like, if I'm lucky. It's weird that people delete posts, too, but it's like, you know, it's like you said you clean that whole your page, you know, weird, right? It's like I've never clean done your it, fucking but... room. <laughs> See, you're cleaning your virtual fucking right? room. Clean out your head and clean up your room. <laughs> so, I, like, I looked something up real quick, so I do want to bring it up because we were talking about like the creation of email and all that. I just want to bring up real quick because I knew about this. I just wanted to tell you. In, uh, do you know why a webcam was created and how it was created? Not at all. It was fucking high, not high school, college kids in 1991 that created a webcam, a computer that could hook up to a camera to look at a coffee pot so when they're over in their class, they know when the coffee's done. Literally, that was it. Some lazy-ass kids who just wanted to know when their coffee was done. Boom, what webcams created. Fuck? Why did they need a camera for all that? Because... They couldn't use, like, the beeper hey, technology? If you're, like, a college, high school kid, you will spend 30 hours trying to figure out how to solve a two-hour problem. You know? Like, it's, that's, that's how kids work. So, yeah, they were, they, were, they were so lazy that they created something so magnificent. <laughs> well, it's just it's because of free time, you know? They had so much time on their hands. That's impressive. Yeah, uh, and I did look it up to see what college. They were at Cambridge University. Where's that? Where's Cambridge? Yeah. Good question. Cambridge. You know what? I'm, I, feel, I feel real stupid. I couldn't even tell you where Yale is. What's phenomenal is that... The, oh, it's probably in Yale, though. The webcam, <laughs> the webcam is the, literally the reason why we have cameras on our phones. Uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Cambridge, Massachusetts. I think the East Coast has a lot of um, outstanding colleges. Oh yeah, because well, Harvard, no, Yale's Harvard in University right? is here. I think. Yeah, and Har- Yale, Cambridge. Let me see. I don't know. Harvard. Yeah, Harvard's in New Milford. Um, Damn, that's real, that's pretty close. I don't think it's Pennsylvania. I don't it think is. it's that same Milford. Yeah, Milford, not New Milford, is in Pennsylvania. Cambridge, or Yale is in Pennsylvania. Not Yale. Harvard? Uh, Harvard's in Pennsylvania? No, it's not. Yeah. Har- no, not Harvard. Harvard's Massachusetts. What did you just say? Cambridge. Damn. What was it? Yale. No. Yale? No, because Yale... Cambridge. Yale's Connecticut. You said Cambridge was Massachusetts. No, yeah, Cambridge, Cambridge is... Ma- oh, man. You just said one, and that one was in Pennsylvania. Cambridge, Yale, Harvard. That's it. Those are the three. And then there's also... I think it's West Point, but that's like a, I don't even, I don't I think I don't know if that's a college. I think that's like a military school. I I feel like I, I just I need to find it now because it I was Harvard. You just said Yale's Connecticut, Cambridge is Massachusetts. Harvard is in New Milford, but I don't think that's Pennsylvania. Milford is Pennsylvania. Man, I'm so mad. I'm going to go back and listen to this because I need to see what it was. Because I just started typing in each one and it would show me the, the state. So where one were they? One was PA. 
But no, all those weren't it. I think we said an extra one. No. Because I... Uh, Cambridge, Yale, Harvard. That's all we said. No, we said more. Cause no. They, oh, we had to have because one of them was California as well. I didn't say anything Cambridge, from California. Cambridge is... Uh, Yale's probably in California. Was it Yale? No, Yale's Connecticut. Cambridge is Massachusetts. Stanford is California. Stanford... I want to find out where Doctor. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this guy right now because if you don't start listening to him, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I can't listen to podcasts in my car anymore. Well, listen to it when you're sitting in your room then, because this guy's very important right now, and he's making. I say I want to say it's Stanford, but I don't want to actually say his which school he works at without finding it out. For sure, but his name is Dr. Andrew Huberman. Look him up. He just recently did a Joe Rogan podcast, but I've been listening to him for about a month now. And he is one of the lead neuroscientists in America. And like I said, he's um, releasing some groundbreaking research re- re- uh, recently, lately. Yeah, at Stanford University is where he studies at. So... um. On the note of having healthy mental habits and um, important colleges, and, and finding out who your tribe is, <laughs> do some do some neurology research and stay humble, people. Stay humble. That should be. We should make T-shirts that say "Stay humble." I wonder if that's somebody's slogan already. It most likely is. We're gonna steal it and patent it. You said steal it. I thought you were gonna, no. I thought you said we're gonna stay lit. So it's like that. We'll just have the shirt stay lit. Stay By the humble. way, I started using the word lit. Yeah. Before it was cool, and I'll end on that. See, but lit is not short for anything. You it's know? a legitimate word. Lit. Wait, no, I think it is. No, lit means like lit, like a fire. That's lit. No, I think. I think it actually means legitimate. Lit? That's lit. No, that's lit means like that's awesome. That's it means fire. that's cool. But like legit, like when something's when something's legitimate. Well, you say legit, I guess, but which like, is not a real word. No, see, that's that's one that you lower down. But like lit means that it's lit, fire. Lit is short for no. Lit. Yeah, like something's no. lit, meaning it's on fire. So yeah. you're, when you say something's lit, it means it's on fire. It's hot. It's hot. You can keep on bringing, like, so fire means cool, which is hilarious because that's an oxymoron because cold means cold, and cold actually is the opposite. Dude, when you say why, something's this hot. This is why people think our, our country's <laughs> fucking retarded because our grammar is retarded, yeah. and this is, what, this is what we just explained, so. It's like, if you're like, hey, that's fire, what does that mean? That means it's cool. What does cool mean? <laughs> like, do you mean, like, cold? <laughs> no, if something's cold, that's, like, that's bad, man. That's cold. Like, it, it's like. Right? It's so fucking weird that we use, like, words to describe temperature to describe, like, you know the positive like, or negative of something. Just, just a real quick one. Where does brick come from? How does brick mean cold? I've looked that up before. Because that, that one has always gotten me. It's like, because it sounds right. If someone says it's brick out, it, it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like it's freezing. Like, it does sound like that. But that's, that's, that has no correlation to the word cold. Unless, like, what, frozen, like, a brick of ice? 
urban slang for cold with its monosyllabic staccato sound. <laughs> All right. Brick conveys a very harsh sense of cold. Its origin can probably... Oh, man. Brother's about to get pissed about this one if they think it comes from their home state. Origin can probably be traced to project housing in urban New York City with its mostly brick, concrete, and iron construction, which takes on an extreme starkness in winter months. So because the projects are made of, like, brick apartment buildings... You'd be like, and like, I guess, because like that shit gets cold in the winter, you'd be like, yo, it's brick out here or something. I don't fucking know. All right. But if you think it came from like Cali or like Florida or Texas or some shit like that, nah, fuck out of here. Shit came from New York. NYC. And internet says so. Nah, I'm just kidding. But guys, right. check yeah, us out. Stay humble. Check us out on Gmail. Email us. And also, at gmail.com. I feel like it is time for us to announce... Our surgeons, even though we were just talking so much shit on social media, <laughs> uh, we are having an uh, we've made an Instagram. So uh, find us on Instagram. We'll drop the link in the description. Email us at maxandlewshow at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah. and keep in mind, having a business entity on the internet is much more appropriate than having your actual persona on the internet. Very true. This is for self gain. This is this is you know, as a company, right? Because we're a company, right? Technically, yeah. Or a corporate? No, we're, I mean, we don't make money. I don't know. We're an entity. We're an entity. Max and Lou show is its own entity now. We're an audio entity. All right, guys. On that note, everyone enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. We'll see you next time. Godspeed. <laughs>